Hey, it's Julie Hyde here, and I've got something a little bit different for you for our last podcast of 2019. I have collated the top 10 leadership themes from all of our guests that I've interviewed this year. So grab a coffee and maybe grab a pen and paper because I'm sure that you are going to be interested to have a listen to these. Hi, this is Julie Hyde and welcome to the Making Account Podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to business owners and leaders to inspire you to make account in all areas of your life. I'll be sharing insights and interviewing some fantastic people who are creating their success and just getting out there and making things happen. And I hope by listening that you will get some great ideas that you can implement to start creating that ripple effect of change that you want to see and enable you to make what you do count even more. Hi again. This year, I've had 24 guests on the Making It Count podcast. So these guests are from a diverse range of industry and profession and have been incredibly generous and shared so much value to you, our listeners. And it was really interesting to reflect back on them because what I realized is even though their experience is diverse, they're very different people and they come from very different stages of their business or career, there were some key leadership themes that really shone through all the interviews that I thought was very, very powerful. So given that we're facing into not only a new year, but a new decade, I thought I'd share these with you so you can take these into account when thinking about how you're going to choose to be as a leader in the new year and in your 20s, meaning your 2020s. So I don't know about you, but I love thinking of being in my 20s again, but with all of the collective experience, knowledge, and learnings that I've gained over the past many, many years. So how good is that? Well, at least this is how I'm choosing to look at the new decade. Not that I'm getting another many years older, (laughs) um, that I'm going to enjoy my 20s again in a much smarter and a more savvy way. So I know that the end of the year is the perfect time to do some reflection on how you are as a leader, the outcomes that you have achieved, and then thinking about what you need to stop, start, change, or continue for your leadership to ensure that you're relevant and to ensure that you are achieving the outcomes that you're wanting to achieve and being the leader that you really want to be. So here are my top 10 leadership themes that I have gleaned from my guests this year. Number one, there are no passengers. Every guest on my podcast is the driver and the architect of their own destiny. There is no sitting back and waiting for things to happen. They make it happen. And that is exactly what leaders need to do more of. If you want to build better relationships or build more trust or develop future leaders or grow your business, be more relevant, then you need to invest the time to get clarity about what that looks like and then make it happen. 
Toss out the busy excuse or that time is a scarcity. You are the architect of your leadership and your outcomes. So sit in that driver's seat and drive that bus and also make sure that you have the right people on the bus with you. Number two, the only way is not always up. It's sideways, it's backwards, it's slightly curved, might be zigzagged, or even a temporary holding pattern. There is no set and forget in business now. Many of our guests have disrupted or been disrupted and had to adjust and adapt accordingly. So we really need to be agile and alert in business and understand that to get where we want to go, we may have to jump many hurdles, change direction completely, or even maintain the status quo temporarily to get where we want to be. Or we might even have to step back slightly. But there is no one size fix all. And the expectation that the only way is that trajectory forward or the trajectory up could lead to some pretty massive disappointment. So it's really thinking about how are you going to get to where you want to go in the best way and the most in the smartest way that you can. So number three, people are your power. Now I have said this for many, many years and it has been reinforced through this podcast from guests like Stephen Durkin, Adam Rouse and Jenny Brown, for example. You can't grow your business without people. Now, whether they're a direct team of employees or contractors or a virtual team or associates, the people that you surround yourself with, the people you have in your business are your power and they need to be your priority. They need the biggest chunk of your time investment And if you give them that, you will reap the rewards from that investment. You can't achieve your goals without them. If you have a team, you need to bring them along with you. You can't service your clients without them. So invest well into your recruitment and your retention strategies and ensure that you are making your people feel valued and that you have people who on the bus with you that are aligned with your vision and the values of your business. So that is critical. Number four, look for and embrace opportunity. Quite a few of my guests have created brand new business offerings simply from something they experienced a lack of or an experience that they had that they were um, not happy with um, or something that they couldn't find. So they simply created their own thing. Darren Kelk created his own networking group that has grown exponentially this year. And Wendy Everscott did the same thing as a real estate advocate because of the trouble she had when trying to secure a rental property for herself and her family for the first time. They saw an opportunity in the market and ran with it. 
So similar to the guests that were presented with these opportunities, they embraced them. They all mentioned that they didn't feel confident or necessarily know what they were doing, but they just did it and they worked it out. And I love the courage this took and also the alertness to what was happening or not happening in the marketplace. Number five is clarity. We underestimate the power of clarity. It increases momentum and motivation. Each of my guests have clarity around who they are and the value they bring. They also have clarity around their goals, their priorities, their actions, and this enables them to make educated decisions. And this educated decision-making is key to strong leadership. So having clarity around your priorities and ensuring that you are living true to them is super important and will contribute to you feeling happier and more fulfilled in everything that you're doing. But it's also having clarity around the numbers in your business, around your cash flow. It's really getting educated and that education enables you to make smart decisions for your business. Because the worst thing you can do is not make a decision. That's a decision in itself. And of course, that has impact. So get clarity and really embrace that sense of momentum and motivation. Number six is brain space. Now, I think the best example of this is Andy Fell's podcast, where he referred to this as Mozart time. And what he was talking about is creating space to think and being disciplined and making time to think is not only something we should be doing, it's absolutely critical to our success in this crazy and complex world that we live in. We need to stop and regain a sense of control. We need to stop and think about what we are doing and why we are doing it we're at risk of doing the same thing over and over and getting the same results, which is the definition of insanity as Albert Einstein told us. So you need to make the time and you need to be disciplined with that time. You need to remove distractions and allow yourself that time and space to think. And I am a massive fan of this and not only because I've done it for many, many years, but I absolutely understand the benefits that it brings. And linking to the point before about clarity, by creating that space for yourself, you are going to enable um, a lot more clarity to come shining through by reflecting on and assessing what you're doing and why you're doing it. It's a really, really powerful leadership activity. Number seven, culture is king. I know the saying is a cash flow is king in the finance world uh, and there's no argument there. But in business, when you have a team of people and that might only be a team of one, your culture is the lifeblood of that business. So if you want a high-performing team, Your culture needs to support that. 
It's often hard to quantify what culture is, but you can certainly feel it when it's off. And if you have a good culture, protect it at all costs. Recruit well. Fire bad eggs quickly and ensure your culture is everything that you say it is. Particularly when you're selling your culture to a new recruit, make sure that they're going to see what you are saying, that they're going to experience what you are selling them. Culture is really hard to, it, it, it is difficult to create a really strong culture and it's equally as difficult to maintain it because it's the little things that can impact on culture. So it's incredibly important to keep your finger on the pulse of your culture and make sure that you're jumping onto anything that is going to affect it immediately. Number eight is resilience. All of my guests have resilience. They have faced setbacks and haven't let these get the better of them. Especially those who are disrupting an industry, there are many challenges with that. But as many shared, if you don't know the why to what you are doing, and focus on that, you can overcome challenges much easier and reset and keep going. So it's critical to understand that why. So how to reset is a really big topic and I'm going to be having a guest specifically talking about uh, resilience next year as it's something we really need to get better at and assist our younger generation with also. So leading a business, leading a career is not easy. We're going to face into setbacks, rejection, disappointments, But one of the key things is, is really honing that resilience and enabling yourself to bounce back much quicker than if you let yourself go down into a deep, dark hole of of pity, for example. Uh, A couple of episodes that stand out for me in terms of resilience is Harry Sanders. It's Lisa McAdams and, again, Wendy Eva Scott who all shared their very real personal stories and who have made decisions to not only survive their circumstance, but to thrive. So there are a couple of really great episodes to tap into if you're wanting to um, hear about resilience. Number nine, balance is subjective. On most of my podcasts, I've asked my guests how they handle busy. The responses are varied, but the one thing I have taken out is that balance, for want of a better word, is subjective. For some, there is no balance and it's what works for them as an individual, which I'm a massive fan of for many reasons. For others, they are very specific about what balance looks like for them in terms of their health and wellness. A quote I loved from Sean Rennick's podcast was, you can design the quality of your life and how healthy you are. This really resonated with me and many others who let me know that they listened. So with many of my guests, whilst a few of them have gotten to the stage of burnout in the past, they've learnt from those experiences and ensure 
that they're looking after themselves in the majority. Things aren't going to slow down. Life isn't going to get unbusy. You have to work out what works for you, what will make you happy and ensure that you do it. This is key to being a great leader and the best version of yourself that you can be. This cannot be left to chance. So I believe that we have one life and we need to make it work for us. Sometimes you need to work more and other times you can prioritize your health and your exercise. But you need to understand what you are wanting and needing to prioritize and make sure you're sticking to at least three of those things because it makes um, the challenges so much easier. And number 10 is all of my guests are making it count. So the guests on this podcast are all making a difference to those around them and their impact is how they make people feel now and for many years to come. They want to be favorably remembered and are working hard to ensure this happens. So they all have a purpose that is greater than them and they are generous and they are grateful. But it's interesting when I ask that question, some people are incredibly humble about it and don't necessarily want to be remembered, but it's more about the actions that they're doing right now and how they're making people feel. And others have a really clear picture of how, you know, they want their business to live way beyond them or that they want to be remembered for the impact that they've had on others. But it's all something that they're trying to really do and create that ripple effect of change that they're wanting to see, which is what I really love about asking that question and understanding, you know, what making it count means for them. So that's my top 10 for you. Uh, My list could go on and on, (laughs) but my aim in sharing these with you is to give you some food for thought as to what you can implement or adapt or tweak or simply think about for your leadership as we close out one decade and start another. There are some really powerful points in what I've shared that will be very relevant to your leadership as we start the journey into our 20s. So if anything has really resonated with you and you're thinking that I might need some help with that, please do drop me a note at julie at juliehide.com.au or jump on my website juliehide.com.au to see how I can help you. Because one thing I know to be true, the world needs decisive, courageous and relevant leaders who will lead with their heart and their head and make this world a better place to live in. In fact, we're relying on them. Another thing I know, there are many, many people out there doing amazing things who are making account for those around them and creating the ripple effect of change. And for that, I am truly grateful. So I do hope you've enjoyed listening to the episodes this year of the Making Account podcast as much as I have enjoyed bringing them to you. As always, I'd love to hear from you. If you have any suggested guests, um, please do let me know. And I wish you all the best 
for your um, Christmas break. I hope you um, spend it doing what you love doing and surrounding yourself with the people that you love. So thank you so much for your support and I wish you all the best and see you in 2020. Thanks for listening. And I hope that you have gained some great ideas and feel inspired to get out there and make what you do count for your leadership, your business, and your life. Please do leave a review for this podcast and please share it with your network. Send any feedback or suggestions for future guests by emailing me, julie at juliehide.com.au. For now, let's get out there and make it count.